You're listening to Muscles, Motherhood, and Motivation. I'm your host, Chloe Puff. Oh my goodness, I am so freaking excited because I have been waiting for this beautiful angel to be a guest on this podcast for so long. This is my lovely friend, Sierra Lauren. She is the host of Unscripted Podcast. She, um, we actually met through the world of dance. Uh, she's a choreographer, an advocate for survivors of abuse, and she is a phenomenal entrepreneur and business owner. So welcome. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Seriously, this is awesome. Oh my gosh. And honestly, before before we clicked record, we were just talking about how long it's been since we've uh, connected really and spoken. And yeah, I mean, I know we keep up with each other on social media, but that's just social media. I mean, it's yeah. it's so surface level there. So I'm I'm happy to like be diving into some some good conversation with yes. you and seeing your beautiful face. Oh my gosh, so thanks. Amazing. I put on lipstick just for you. Ah, you look beautiful. <laughs> I feel special. I'm even wearing a bra, believe it or not. I am not. So I- <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no, it was, I'm I'm more of a, you know, no bra unless I'm exercising so they don't hit me in the eyes kind of gal. <laughs> um <laughs> but you know, it just, it felt right today to put one on. So (laughs) extra fancy. I love that. So you guys, the reason that I love Sierra so much, um, not only is she just an amazing human all around, but seriously, seeing all of your, um, advocate work just specifically with like, I mean, your social media page is not only full of just like help and healing for so many, but just like, just the personal stuff that you post, Mm -hmm. um, just, like about just energy and, you know, dealing with things on a realistic level. Um, honestly, it's so refreshing because I'm really tired of seeing a lot of that facade. And so your page is always a place I like to, to explore for sure. Yeah. You know, and just in response to that, um, I feel like it's a role that I decided to step into that was truly meant for me. I have to be honest. I feel like I was living a life that was not really authentic to me for a very long time. And um, when I got diagnosed with cancer when I was 25, that is when I had like my huge awakening, Mm. um, to self-discovery. And one of those things that I really wanted to take on, on my own was just being a more authentic person in the sense of how I show up in society. Mm, And, you know, authenticity in person, obviously you and I know each other, we're authentic people. Um, but I feel like authenticity on, social media is so hard to come by. And I feel like it's honestly like really toxic when we're not transparent and authentic on social media because it portrays this perfectionist image um, that we're all guilty of portraying. Right. You know, I, a lot of points in my life have not shown, you know, been as transparent as I am today. Um, but I feel that it's an ethical responsibility to show up and be Mm -hmm. transparent. That's very Um, well, especially, yeah, you know, like, especially on social media because social media is so powerful Yeah, and it is so powerful to the point that it can create a change in our culture. And, um, 
in that culture, I feel it's so important to show up as a good human, as a good person, be authentic in your journey. Um, and even when, and what I like about you too, Chloe, is you also do that. You are very open about, this is what I look like. This is who I am. This is how I show up. And, you know, sometimes we cry and then sometimes we're angry. And then there's a lot of times where we're happy and everything's great. Um, but it's about showing all of that I feel is, is an ethical responsibility. So yeah, that's good to do that. Absolutely. That feels very aligned. I'd say, I think that's why I connect with you so much is because uh, honestly, like I look, I look at you being your authentic self and I'm like that is goals right there. That is the level of like transparency that I want to achieve in my own life. So, Hey, and I'm still working on it too. I, I, I'm not, I'm not perfect at it. I mean, not that perfect is, is a, you know, uh, appropriate achievement, but <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm, it's still something that I'm working at. It's, it's a journey. So, but that's, that's the beauty of it. Like it's a journey. If it wasn't, then we wouldn't have anywhere to go. We would just exist with no future. That'd be kind right. of bleak. So yeah. Yep. Well, there's a lot of people out there that unfortunately are, you know, living a life like that, but yeah. to each their own. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm really glad that, um, I have you here to be able to share some of this stuff with my audience too, because we need more authentic authenticity. Absolutely. Yes. We need to, we need to make you a shirt that says that authentic authenticity. Hey, you know what? I actually just launched my clothing line. I'm writing it down. Ooh, let's yes. Okay. Plug that real quick. What's your clothing line? Is there stuff available? Absolutely. Um, I haven't like promoted it too big yet. I've just been like putting, dropping little seeds on my uh, story lately. Um, but yes, there (laughs) is a website. It is called the conscious babe.co stop. I'm buying all the clothes for the name alone. Yeah. So, um, basically, uh, just really quick, the line is focusing on breaking negative stigma stigmas within society. Um, so I'm starting by uh, creating a collection called the conscious stoner babe, uh, to, uh, with a mission to defeat the negative stigmas that come with regular cannabis usage Mm, and also to decriminalize and legalize, make cannabis accessible to all. That's amazing. Well, and you, with your um, journey through cancer and yeah. going through that, I know that yeah. that is a big part of really what helped you. Can you kind of dive into that a little bit? Oh, I'd love to. Um, so my family has a cannabis company or has had a cannabis company here in Washington state for the past eight, nine years. Um, so I have had the privilege of having access to a lot of different cannabis products. Um, long story short, uh, when I got diagnosed, um, my family stepped up to the plate when it came to finding the best produced cannabis products for me to, um, heal from my cancer and cancer treatment. Um, I started using RSO, which is a short for Rick Simpson oil. It is a highly, 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 uh, concentrated THC product. Um, typically not recommended for anybody unless you're going through, uh, some medical issues such as cancer, um, because the healing properties within THC are so prominent. Um, 
I was able to take that along with my treatment and it significantly helped me through that three, four year process that I was going through. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I think, you know, without diving too, too deep into it, Mm -hmm. I think... I always find, um, and I don't personally talk about my quote stance on cannabis in my um, in my business space. Sure. But I tr- I truly believe that it is such a such a useful tool. Um, if first of all, I, I feel like you just have to be in the right. Um, place, I guess, mentally Absolutely. to be able to use it as a tool versus something that could more recreational. Yeah, you know, and. And I, I think, you know, that's that's the whole purpose is to be able to explore new options, to find out what works for you. I personally um, am an, like a huge advocate for like CBD and mm-hmm. properties, like healing properties of cannabis, whether it's yeah. THC or not. Yep. Um, you know, that's something that I absolutely love. Um, and when my dad was going through cancer, um, because he was doing so many um, experimental trials, they mm. wouldn't they wouldn't allow the use of cannabis, which, you know, it made me sad. But, um, you know, I, I think that's really great that you're just showing people that there's more to cannabis than just this, like, you know, typical druggy stoner vibe that. Right. The stigma. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Then I mean, and that's what it's about, you know, breaking those negative stigmas because at the end of the day, Although there is very much people out there who maybe, you know, irresponsibly use cannabis or, you know, don't use it as a healing benefit. Maybe they, they use it to, you know, just, I don't want to get too far into it, right? recreationally use it. Um, the point is, is that it should be accessible to all. It should be used responsibly, it can heal, it can help people. Um, and I personally am walking proof of that. I consume cannabis every single day and I get shit done and yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I get shit done. I'm responsible with it. I know, um, what strains are for me. I know what strains are not for me. I don't believe in, you know, the weed is weed stigma. I don't believe that it's, it's all the same. Um, I do think that there are different ways of handling the plant that can be very beneficial and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful process. Yeah. And I think that just goes to show that, you know, no matter if we're talking about cannabis or literally anything else, education is key because, Mm -hmm. you know, there are so many, there's so many other perspectives on just life in general, that even if we don't choose to go down a certain path, it's always important for us to just understand that, you know, there's options for everybody and knowing more about what you don't know mm-hmm. is going to be the key to actually establishing whether or not that thing is right for you. Yeah, absolutely. And then before we move on from this, I do want to say my clothing line, 4.20% of all the profits do go to cannabis nonprofits that are on the front lines of making cannabis accessible. Um, so just another reason to support the brand. <laughs> I love, yes. And I love that it's 4.20%. That's amazing. 420. Gotta be better. clever. That's so <laughs> great. I love that. Well, and you know, Washington. I feel like it, you you don't live in Washington unless you've at least 
past some sort of (laughs) dispensary, CBD, hut, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, the more that it gets legalized, uh, the more you see that in other states. I mean, Arizona, Nevada, California, I mean, everywhere. So it's great that it is slowly becoming more normalized. Um, now I think it's just time to tackle those negative stigmas. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. It's time for change in all, in all the areas. Yeah. So, okay. You, you talked about that you started a freaking clothing brand, which I absolutely love. So I know you've been an entrepreneur since 2010. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell me about that, that journey? Take us, take us through your life. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. So, um, when I was 17, 2010 is when I graduated from high school. I went to uh, yeah, <laughs> Tacoma School of the Arts. I graduated with like a minor in dance. And when I graduated, I immediately opened a, a dance training facility that had a focus on hip hop dance out in Tacoma, Washington. Had that for about three years. And then I had uh, gotten an offer to go teach at a studio over in Houston. Took that opportunity. um, And while I lived in Houston for four years, that's kind of when I started to dive more into like my personal career of being a choreographer um, full-time. So I started traveling and teaching, which then that led me to go to LA. And and then I lived in LA for about three years. Um, then, um, that's when I got, uh, some, and that is actually when I really started to dive back so then I uh, moved out to Houston. When I moved out to Houston, that's really when my career as a uh, professional choreographer started to launch off. I started working with a lot of the teams out there that were um, competing and performing. And then I just started getting booked and started traveling to a bunch of different cities around the country. Then that led to me teaching in other cities around the world. And um, I think after doing that, for about three years, I ultimately ended up just going back to, um, or not back to, but I ended up moving to LA. Um, and LA is where I was for about three years, continuing my uh, career as a choreographer teaching out there. Um, and then we got onto the world of dance, uh, television show on NBC, won the adult division on there. And then after that is actually when I got diagnosed with my cancer. So I ended up doing a full stop to my dance career because I had to. Um, so were you going, reasons. well, and so just to clarify, clarify you were you going, were going through cancer. cancer symptoms during the recording of the show. Correct. Yes. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that is a whole, <laughs> That whole experience is a very traumatic experience um, in itself for a lot of reasons. I haven't really gone into that story because it is a lot um, too much. I actually did do a podcast episode where I briefly talked about it with uh, 
choreographer. Her name's Danielle Moulton. I'm going to release that soon, actually. Yeah. Um, Tell me when, because by the time, I'm pretty sure that by the time you release release that, that, this episode will release shortly after. And I would love to at least, we'll link the podcast um, in the show notes as well. So you guys can take a listen and follow up. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, so yeah, that was a whole story in itself and, um, dealing with the cancer symptoms at the show. I mean, I didn't know I had cancer while I was recording. Um, that's just when the symptoms started to show up and there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, you know, stress, stress is really bad on the body. Um, not only the TV show, do I feel played a role in that, but I also just feel like, uh, the life I was living in LA played a role in my cancer coming up Mm. and showing up. I wasn't, uh, treating my mind, body or soul any type of way. I was dismissing it. Mm. And all I was doing was waking up putting crap in my body, not staying hydrated enough, uh, going to work as a server, you know, busting my ass for eight hours, then going to rehearsal for eight hours till three, four, five in the morning, getting minimal sleep, wake up, repeat, do it again. And it's like, when you live that lifestyle for so long, and I can say I was living that lifestyle for almost my whole dance career. Um, I wasn't treating myself with love, respect. I was giving myself away to everyone, 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 everyone. I didn't exist in, in a sense, um, to myself, I didn't exist. I didn't have love for myself. I didn't have standards for myself. I didn't have boundaries for myself. Um, even down to, you know, the, the men I was allowing in, into my life and and how I would allow them to treat me in my life. Um, so many things that I allowed in my life that I should have never allowed. And that is the one reason why I am very thankful for my cancer because I am such a stubborn person that I think God knows I had to go through that in order to find myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and that in itself is a whole nother story. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, I, I resonate with that so much. I've just been like hearing you say that, like it sucks. I don't, I don't believe in everything happens for a reason, but I also believe that everything happens and it can be the reason that that you end up growing or, you know, these things manifest for you or that you receive blessings. You know, I think, I think, excuse me, I think it's like sometimes things just suck and in the moment you don't have to be like, you know, everything happens for a reason. It's all going to yeah. be okay. You right. know, it's okay to like go through some really tumultuous times and be able to process that in a realistic way. But I think where we really see the difference of, you know, the people who either succumb to their life or understand that life, life is happening for them, not to them. And, and you know, you know, only one of those paths are going to help you become successful in the sense that 
you know, you're, you're in a place where you need to be like mentally, spiritually, all of those things for sure. So I love that. I love that perspective and I resonate so much with that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's been a journey to get to that point and it's not been an easy one. It's been by (laughs) far. Oh, Oh, poppers. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) I got mine in the background here. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Anyways, it's, it's, it's journey. It's not a, it's not an easy one and it's not a fun one. Um, but it's necessary. And I encourage everybody to really look deep within and discover who they believe they truly are at their core. Oh yeah. And you know, some of the best, some of the best growth comes from like just the the dirtiest digging of your of your soul and your experiences. I mean, I can say that I would never wish to relive the last mm, like two and a half, three years, um, because there's some of my absolute darkest moments. Yeah. But on the opposite yeah. side of that, because the pendulum has to swing both ways, so the darker things things become when when things kind of like, you know, reveal themselves or however you want to phrase it, when life starts to swing back that other direction, it swings back even more powerfully. And you feel, for me, at least I experienced that, like the highs are even higher when the lows are lower, you know? I don't know if you experience life that way too, but. Oh no, ab- absolutely. Because I feel in the darkest moments is where I personally grow the most. Yeah. It's I a mean, crappy phenomenon, isn't it? <laughs> it, it? It really is. But it just also goes to show the human nature behind all of our brains. We have to go through the toughest of things to get the point. Yeah. Why yeah, is that? Yeah. I don't know, but we're all like that. I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I mean, I can't classify everybody, but everyone that I've met is like that. It's yeah. like, why do we all have to go through the shittiest of things to get the reality check to, to come to the, to the epiphany of, of some type of greatness. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. And all we can do is walk in our path every single day and see what is here to unfold for us. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I was, um, doing a coaching call with some of my clients and, um, we were talking kind of about this, like life happening, you know, for you. Dang it. Post COVID. <laughs> oh no, you're <laughs> good. Me. Oh my God. <clears throat> my throat just tried to choke me. Like how dare you? <laughs> but anyway, what I was, um, what I was telling them, um, in that moment is that when you, when you actually lean into things as they're happening, when we just kind of allow ourselves to move through painful moments, that's where the growth happens. But if you don't, if you resist, it's like plugging up a fire hose. It's just going to create so much pressure that by the time that pressure, it needs somewhere to go. And then all of a sudden you are overwhelmed versus just like allow yourself to go through it as it's happening um, because it's going to be less painful than resisting it for a long, long time. And then learning the hard way and getting sprayed in the face with the harsh reality. And that is the importance of waking up every single day and choosing to just be. Don't 
try to be anything. Don't try to achieve something. You are already it. You are already it. Yeah. You are already doing it by waking up and choosing love, waking up and choosing happiness, waking up and choosing something for the greater good. Right. Ooh. I mean, it's, it's a choice at the end of the day, but I think where a lot of us get stuck is this is the cycle of energy. And the yeah. moment that we try to fight this, this is us coming in. It's, yep. it's not gonna like it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Creating we resistance. Exactly. We can't resist what is playing out for us. Yes. We have to hop on the cycle and just be, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Be one, be together. Stop trying to control everything. Yes. Right? Yeah. What's meant for you is coming for you. And you have to wake up and trust that every day. Yeah. And you know, that's something honestly that I, well, I'm still working on <clears throat> self-trust without evidence. And it's something that I coach my clients on all the time because, you know, it's not just enough to like want to control your, your health and your, your fitness goals and whatnot. I mean, even just on a surface level, just talking about physical health, I mean, emotional health too. Like you have to have trust without evidence. You have to just continue to like exist, take small steps forward and stop trying to push past the pace that is meant for you. Right. Cause it's going to happen right. in due time for sure. Well, you know, and that just also goes to talk about goal setting. Right. Right. How right. realistic is it to reach our goals? You know what I'm saying? In the exact setting that we put it in, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's, and then the disappointment that comes from not reaching your goals. Well, why be disappointed from not reaching a goal that your physical mind tried to plan when your higher self had a whole nother plan for you. That's right. even going to work out better, but you can't grasp that yet because we're here and consciousness is up here. Right. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying the one thing we can do is wake up and choose, choose to just be roll the, ride the wave. I love that. Yeah. I've always had a problem being um, present, um, but it's funny because that example, um, I think, just shows up in a very hilarious way in my life almost daily because I'm super type A. Um, you know, I've, I've always been very organized, meticulous, a go-getter, but at the same time, I mean, I'm an entrepreneur, so there's a lot that's just kind of floating around in the wind, but, you know, I have big, I have big dreams for myself and I'm always going and going. Meanwhile, I married a Hawaiian who is like just super type B, like, let's just enjoy the day. Um, <laughs> you know, I got goals, but I'm just gonna, I'm going to just roll with the punches. And so it's funny because that dynamic, sometimes I look at him and I'm just like, I'm so annoyed with you. And I'm like, why? And the reason is, is because, is because sometimes I look at him and I'm, I'm literally envious of the fact that he is able to slow down and I have to really consciously force myself to do that. And it's comes, comes easier for some people for sure. He's but. there to be the example <clears throat> because yeah. it's something that you lack energy, universe, God, whatever you believe in, that's how it works. When yep. there's something that we lack, God introduces something to us where to bring balance. Yeah. Right? So your husband, it's not that you need to be upset or annoyed. It's just yes. look at him and be like, okay, 
They're yes. showing the example. This is what exactly to do, right? Exactly. And, and in, in the bigger picture, you're never going to be him, but oh, you're yeah. not meant to be him. Oh yeah. But it's still... like, you're taking me to therapy right now. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You and everybody else. I'm telling you people, I when it. I get into conversations with people are like, oh my God, you just light bulb moment, moment yeah. like 500 times. I'm like, I know it's because God works through me. I'm telling you. <laughs> yes. I love it. And that's honestly, that's why I feel like so many people easily connect with you because you just, you're very empathetic and very intuitive. Yeah. I yeah. mean, even the people that you don't talk with directly. I feel like some of your posts, I'm like, I'm like, girl, how'd you know? How'd you know I needed that? <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, you know, and a lot of the times people don't realize this though, is that I need it. You know, when yeah. I post things, people, and you know, I don't really post things with a lot of context these days anymore because I spent a whole year yelling and screaming and being angry at so many yeah. people for the abuse. Hard to explain yourself over and over. Oh yeah. It's like, I don't want to keep explaining myself. I'm, I'm in that big, excuse my language, fuck you phase, you know? And, and that's a right. moment I'm going through right now because I've spent 25 years of my life, not telling enough people to fuck off. So mm, yeah. Cycles. <laughs> Cycles. I yeah, love that. Absolutely. Well, let's shift gears a little bit because I, I would love for you to kind of enlighten us all about um, this solstice. Oh, yeah. Happening. I want to hear more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, solstice started as a concept and idea by myself and my team with the Speak Your Truth Worldwide nonprofit that I have. And we originally wanted to create a dance convention that was centered around healing. Um, and as we started to build that and look at all the costs and how those things were going to all come to fruition, uh, yeah, going to cost a hefty penny. Let me fucking tell you. Right. <laughs> business, business. Yeah. Right. Right. So this forced me to think outside of the box and I'm so glad, um, I did because I have now created a concept, um, around camping and healing and creating spaces out in nature where people can come to reset, relax, heal, and create. Um, the focus for our campgrounds are obviously going to be healing, but it's also going to be for artists, people who have disconnected mm -hmm. from their art people um, who want to go to a space and feel inspired again. And you don't have to be an artist to be, to be inspired again. Um, it's just the target audience, I guess you could say that we're trying to reach out to trying to get people who have maybe left a passion for whatever reason. Um, I think in the work of speak your truth. I realized that there are so many dancers who stop dancing because somebody hurt them. Oh, hi. That's me. <laughs> it's me too. Yep. And, it's and it's, and it's sad and it's thousands of thousands of thousands of people, Chloe, I tell you, and I didn't realize the problem until I started opening up my platform to people to come into my DMS and tell me their traumatic stories. And that is why I started speak your truth. And then now it's why I want to solve the issue that speak your truth has spent so much time 
bringing awareness to, which is abuse within dance and how it's a problem. And now the solution is to create spaces where people can heal. And, um, that's the answer. I, I can sit on my platform all day long and be angry and yell and, and hold people accountable. But at the end of the day, what is that really going to do in the grand scheme of things? I'm not too sure, but what I do know that's going to make positive impact is doing the right thing and being a good human and showing up and being ethically responsible for my dance community, for the industry, for the world. And I feel that I have a calling to fulfill a need for healing spaces in this country and all over, to be honest. And Camp Solstice is going to be just that. Solstice is uh, the idea behind the programs um, that we want to offer at Camp Solstice. Um, But Camp Solstice and Solstice in general is about what we already talked about a little bit earlier, and that's just be. Just Mm. be. Don't try to be anyone. Don't try to be the next big thing. Don't try to be the next big influencer. Don't try to be this person. Just wake up and be present. Be you. Be authentic. Mm, Yeah. And it's hard to do that in your home. It is hard to do that in a city. It is hard to do that in your dance studio. It is hard to do that in an environment where you feel like it is triggering you. And a lot of us don't realize that our homes that are, that our go-to spaces are constantly triggering us. Mm. And we need places to go to in beautiful areas where we can do just that, just be. And, and that, that's what me and two amazing other women that are friends of mine through this life journey are, are creating and, and hoping to do. That's phenomenal. I'm yeah. like, I'm literally like, when, when's, when is this happening? Sign <laughs> me up. Do I need to book a plane ticket? What, like, let me go to Walmart and get a tent. Like, I'm yes. ready to go. Yes. So, and I don't even like camping. camping. Yeah. I, but, you I know, love the outdoors. I despise tents. So yeah, absolutely. Here I am. And, and here's the thing is we're hoping to get to a point when we have the funding for it to become a more glamping site. So like a more of an eco resort so that you don't have to bring your camping gear and, and it's more luxurious, I guess you could say it's more inclusive, exclusive. Um, we'll have all the bedding and stuff there for you. We'll prepare meals. We'll have, so that all you have to do is just show up. Right. Oh my gosh. You know, let's just say you had a whole month of working on this project and you finally finished it and you are burnt out and you have another project that's coming up and you need to get refueled for that project. Camp Solstice. Girl, can we, can we, can we try this out in my backyard? I need, (laughs) I need a reset, but I also got to take care of my kids. Um, I've got a tiny playhouse in the back. Maybe I could just sleep in there. Oh my hey, gosh. Hey, you know what? You gave me amazing. an idea. Uh, solstice programs will do pop-ups. We'll do private solstice <sighs> programs. That would be pretty cool. Girl, do you know? Ooh, yep. I'm just going to, don't want to reveal any ideas live on the podcast, but ooh, <laughs> yeah. 
put that in the book. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I and but, I love yeah, what you said too about just being your, your authentic self and finding your authentic self. And that's something actually, look at, look at the universe aligning right now. This morning, I was on a coaching call um, with my business coach um, because, you know, leaders have to fill their own cup too. Yeah. And um, she was talking about authentic self-expression and what that actually looks like. And um, I just the first thing she started out with was saying, like, what actually is authentic self-expression? And it's truly just the ownership of all parts of ourselves. Amen. And, you know, it's it's just I think that's so hard to find. But you can't like you <laughs> we're just coming back to this. You can't force authenticity, authenticity. you have to to accept who you are and just be in order to really become that. It's a weird double-edged sword. You have to have, you can't have one without the other, but wow. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm feeling rejuvenated and I haven't even stepped foot in this camp solstice. Well, it's, it's new. It's, it's a new concept. It's, and I'm telling you, uh, going back to, I really feel like I am chosen to be a vessel through God as you know, through the universe, through energy. I mean, I feel a heavy, 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 heavy calling to this. Mm. And it's been something that's been brewing for about two years. And, and we're just now finally getting into those, into the stages of making this come to fruition. We just, um, bought our first property out in Joshua tree, big bear. No. Yes. So exciting. Yes. We got, uh, we got two and a half acres out in the desert. It is absolutely beautiful backed up against the San Bernardino mountains. And, um, we're hoping to do our first program in October. You're joking. Okay. Yeah. Please like literally like put me on the email list. Um, yes. I love Joshua tree. Um, I also have so many friends out in LA. I would love to see, I'll make a, a two week trip. Like I'm yes. there. I am there. Yes. Let yeah. me camp in the but, desert, please. Yes. And we, you know, with the solstice programs, we definitely want to have, um, specific programs for specific people. So we're definitely going to be doing one for dancers, definitely going to be doing one for, um, you know, like people who are more invested into like energy healing, doing one for people who want to do more self-discovery. Chloe, I mean, you should honestly think about doing a program with us and doing your, like a coaching class, like some motivational speaking. Absolutely. Yeah. My, I mean, my, my audience and the people that I think most, um, are like attracted to what I offer is, um, burnt out moms because the toll of motherhood is just like, I think for me has been one of the the biggest, biggest, most painful, but most eye opening shifts of my life. And, you know, you love deeper, you hurt deeper, you lose all sense of who you are at the same time. You are completely like discovering a new version of yourself that never existed and it's really hard. And on top of that, we have all these, you know, societal messages that tell us that we're not enough. And so I just, I love, I love that, you know, what you're saying just feels so, I know this episode is going to be very powerful for a lot of people for sure. So yeah. And you know, I literally just wrote it down in my notebook. 
set up overcoming motherhood program with Chloe for camp solstice because that would be an incredible three-day retreat program with a focus of inviting mothers and, and having you maybe be the head of them with their babies. Listen, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? That would be nursing out in the desert. Woo. Let's go. I love that. You see I, have, what I'm I literally have freaking chills. You see these goosebumps? Yes. No, <laughs> I do so too. Amazing. My nipples are hard. Like, <laughs> like, like in, in the yes. sense of like, I have chills through my body. I Sorry, feel I'm like, it. In a sexual way. <laughs> no, listen. I mean, listen, I have an episode called the vagina episode. This is, it's all fine. <laughs> okay, it's good. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Let's we'll, just- we'll, ha- we'll definitely have to keep in touch. I would love to see a program like that out there. Yes. You guys heard it here first. Yeah, we're doing it. Camp motherhood. Love it. That's Yes. Oh, so good. So I am curious. um, You shared with me this motto and I would just, do you remember what you wrote or would you like me to read it? I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. So (laughs) you, um, you shared with me, healthy am I, happy am I, holy am I. Is that something that you heard, created? Where does that come from? I love it. Um, yeah, so it was actually from a book that I, uh, read when I, it was the first book that I read actually, after I got diagnosed with cancer, I ended up getting like a bunch of self-help books and there was the book on Taoism that I picked up and interesting. It was a mantra in that book that really stuck with me. And I truly believe it is what helped me beat my cancer both times. Mm. I believe in the power of those words. Healthy am I, no matter what my circumstances are, I am healthy. Holy am I, no matter what my circumstances are, I am chosen. I am it. Mm. I am strong. And happy am I is no matter what is going on around me, anybody who was upset around me, anything going on that I do not have control of, I choose happiness. Happy am I, healthy am I, holy am I, whatever order you want to say those words, those three, they're, they're so powerful. And, and you, when you say it out loud and you repeat those words, I promise you, you will bring that into your life. It's a very powerful statement. Yeah, it really is. And I'm just like, if I were to like analyze that motto too, it's physical wellness, mental wellness, and spiritual wellness. And I feel like those three really are are the foundation foundation for your life. Absolutely. That's really powerful. I love, I love that. Yeah. That's so great. Mind, body, soul, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I'm not, I'm not someone who necessarily like considers myself, um, spiritual in the sense that, um, I don't even know how to describe this. I, I guess for me, like, you know, I, I hold my beliefs and I, and I live them out daily. It's not something that, um, I guess shows up, um, as a part, how do I explain this? It doesn't, it doesn't show up as like a part of my quote brand, I guess, is sure, my, sure. my yeah. spiritual journey, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, it's not at the forefront of what you do. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, but I do, I do believe that the most relatable thing for most people, at least in my audience is the idea of, you know, you can't have one without the other, your physical health, 
is what people come to me for. But when they leave, they also leave with a better sense of self, a, a more powerful mind. Um, and hopefully that also leads to, you know, a stronger spiritual sense that you decide that, you know what, I think I'm ready for more. I want to search for more. I believe that I deserve more. Absolutely. And, and you do, everybody does. I mean, and that's, I think where we prevent ourselves from growing as individuals is be, is we think we're not deserving. We think we don't deserve education or we think we don't deserve love or happiness or because of something that's happened in our past that isn't at the forefront, but it's, it's might be brewing somewhere in the back. And those are those really ugly thoughts that, that come up in our brains that really are things that we need to put to the side and, and we need to focus on, on the greatness that is in front of us, you know? Yeah. The greatness that is us. Like yeah, we're so is capable us. and so, so worthy. And that's absolutely it's so fun. Like literally this is just an extension of the coaching that I received this morning. And like, I am my soul is on fire. I am so, so fulfilled right now. Like I could just, <laughs> I could go in the backyard and scream into the yes. abyss. Oh my gosh. Yes. It feels so yes. good. I feel like this is a really good place for us to put a pin in it. Although I know I'm going to have you back for sure because yeah. there's so many things that I've been taking notes on that I want to talk about further with you. And Oh my gosh. So much you to know, talk about. Absolutely. Um, I mean, listen, we should just start our own podcast together. Hello. <laughs> I've, been, I've been trying to do something. I, you know, there's a podcast concept that I've been wanting to start and it's called three girls, one blunt. Yes. <laughs> just girls that. talking shit about the world, shooting the shit, doing girl shit, you know, whatever. I, that's something. fantastic yeah, I, I cannot wait until that becomes a concept please oh invite gosh. me on, on oh, I would, absolutely oh my god I'll just I be love that. sipping my um cbd seltzer and yeah there you go <laughs> perfect she's a I love cannabis that. supporter yes she sure is well <laughs> listen um how can the listeners get connected with you yeah, absolutely. Um, you can find me on Instagram with my name. It is at Sierra Lauren, C-I-E-R-R-A, Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N. And you can also find my nonprofit organization, Speak Your Truth Worldwide at S-Y-T Worldwide. And from there, you can follow me and follow my journey and uh, most importantly, my journey into solstice and to healing the world. So oh we're gosh. doing it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Literally, like when that happens, I will forward the email to my entire email list. I will blast it on social because I think everybody needs to be at these events. Absolutely. That's what we're trying to do. I love it. I love it so much. And I love you so much. I love you too. <laughs> so good talking to you. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, of course. Of course. Please come Please back, come back anytime. anytime. Oh, we will. <laughs> you already know, like you said, we got lots more to talk about. <laughs> yes, we sure do. Well, thank you all for tuning in and listening to this episode of Muscles, Motherhood, and Motivation. And as always, be bold, be fit.